0: You're listening to the Oz TV Podcast, only on the Oz Network. It is the Oz Network coming to you for your favourite episodes. The episodes that we are so consistent with that you just wish we would stop doing them. We do not have long breaks in between these at all, because you're hearing this a week after episode four. There's been no time that's passed. We just literally recorded this a few days after that and nothing (laughs) has happened in between. This is episode five of Lost Season 5, This Place is Death, which actually was going to be the name of the Oz Network, but didn't quite <laughs> pass the, uh, the censors there. Uh, this episode first aired on the 11th of February 2009. It was written by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz. It was directed by Paul Edwards. And uh, it's an interesting one. It's uh, almost a chronologically lost episode in some form. So, uh, yeah, plenty to talk about. My name is Ben, and he's Korean. I'm from El Cino.
1: And my name is Nora and I'm not allowed to have chocolate before doing podcasts. <laughs> no, um, I wanted to I use that, you were but then I would. That one.
0: Well, I just I don't want to give her any credit. I, I was going to go <laughs> with, um, I love Geronimo Jackson. Um, but <laughs> oh. crap, I just use all the lines now. I've got nothing to close off this so episode. So many with.
1: Charlotte quotes this episode.
0: Put out on a t shirt, you know, my, my not Penny's boat t shirt. Screw it. I want. I love Geronimo Jackson <laughs> um yeah this is actually a pretty good episode I I I, I quite like this episode we've sort of uh coming off a bin uh for both of us and uh at least for for me a lot of the uh, episodes this season have except for the premiere have all been rents but um yeah for, for once I I felt uh that I was a bit more into this one this week so uh yeah this place is death Noah uh yeah I do love the
1: title i don't love how the title is said in the episode it's a bit like a bond film a little bit living uh, daylights <laughs> yeah so the title is cool though uh yeah this episode is pretty interesting uh because this is one of the ones of all and whatever episodes so i just don't really know what i think about it i there's a lot i enjoy but it's not amazing uh and I kind of move between, oh, is this a great episode or is this just a good episode? Uh, it's definitely a, a puzzle piece sort of episode or a chess piece. It's moving from getting us out of the kind of start of the season into the next part of the season. Um, but, yeah, a bit of a, a fun fact for all the Noah fans out there. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm Noah mom and dad. Is, This is... One of only two episodes in the original run of Lost that I didn't see. Uh, there were some that I didn't see live and I had to record them for various reasons, but this one, for whatever reason, the week that it aired, there was no one available to record it. This is still back in the days of <laughs> you know, VHS recording. Uh, I I was off doing something. I don't know what. Uh, it wasn't I a date. Really, I didn't know. <laughs> I I didn't know how to download things at that time, so this episode I completely missed. I was devastated that I missed an episode of Lost, uh, but it just didn't work out. So this and Pilot Part 1 are the only two episodes in the original run that I never saw. Obviously, I saw Pilot Part 1 by the time Season 2 started, and I'm sure I saw this episode before I saw the end, but in terms of watching it, as the weeks go on, yeah, this is the the one little blank uh, spot. But maybe this is not a testament to the episode because I felt like I caught on pretty easily <laughs> after, based on just the previously on. I mean, I did miss Charlotte's death, but I ah, oh, that was probably a blessing in disguise. <laughs> you boycotted it because you loved her so much.
0: I know she's dying this week. I'm not going to watch it. I refuse it's to do the it. The new boon, which um, hey. Come on now. Um, <laughs> I i mean, this episode, I thought you'd be talking about, believe this is the closest we get to a Russo flashback as you can possibly get, right? Like, yeah, we get, but we I get have young, hot Russo.
1: I do like young, hot Russo, but I have some problems with the way that's gone about, uh, which we'll get into. But I love Sun and Jin too, so it's good to see more of them.
0: I like yeah, like we said in the chess piece because like um, I mean it ends quite well. There's there's a there's a moment in this episode which I think is pretty epic and could potentially be a in the conversation for top five. But it's you know it's a it's a cool little moment. It's one of these ones that I feel is always on like some sort of series recap of Lost, you know, and it's kind of a, a cool little scene. But um,
1: oh well, yeah, you I mean, mean when Kate runs back to the car to get Aaron.
0: Exactly. No, I was talking about when Gin answers the phone. Uh, so, uh, son, sorry, answers the phone. Um. didn't have a phone. Yeah, he's, he, he's stuck in, in 1988. Um, but I, I, I mean, to, to ruin the illusion of these episodes, it, it, it honestly has been a bit of time between we sort of recorded episode four and episode five. And I said to you off air that I'm like, have we recorded this episode already? And I just forget because like I I'd obviously watched this episode way back when in preparation for potentially recording it soon after we did episode four. But like it... Yeah, it kind of—it's not one of those ones when you do that. Sometimes you're like, know, "I've got to rewatch this episode," and I think it goes by pretty fast. And I like the mystery of it, and I kind of yeah like the chess piece analogy. I like that too. Um, but uh, yeah, and I, I, maybe I like it better because I know Charlotte's not coming back.
1: She's dead. So it's like that's <laughs> did, that's. Did you hear in between our uh, illusion breaking gap uh, that Manifest got cancelled?
0: Oh no no! Oh. <laughs> so
1: when are they gonna bring back Manifest?
0: Come on, you just ruined my d- I thought my life couldn't get any harder, right? No. That's the worst news I've heard in the last four months. Um that's wow. I do have the third season. I haven't watched it yet. That's gonna no. ruin it for me. God. Yeah, no point.
1: But yeah, I saw no. there was actually a campaign online to bring back manifest. <laughs> oh, God. Is Netflix? it by the
0: actors? <laughs> like we can't get work anywhere else because we were in manifest. No <laughs> one will hire us. Um Wow, jeez, I'm, I'm sad now. I, I, I'm not going to be happy on this episode. Um, this is uh, an episode where I think we just kind of go from start to finish, don't you? Because it's kind of, it, it plays out that way. Um, uh, which, I feel like we
1: can break up the island and off-island, right? You think so? Okay, well we can do that. Um, Otherwise we're jumping was... between 1988 and 2007.
0: Well, I've been doing that since I was one year old. So I'm just, I, the, the reason I, was, I, I usually mention the trivia at the end, but seeing here that this is the second episode not to feature any flashbacks or flash forwards, um, the other being the constant. So, uh, yeah, interesting. Yes, fact, so it I depends kinda. on how you,
1: you think about
0: it. True. How do you think about it, Noah?
1: I uh, haven't really thought about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, now you do. All right. <laughs> it's what we do here. You learn that manifest gets cancelled and then, yeah. Uh, let's do the off-island stuff first. That probably won't take too long. Um, Kate, Ben and Jack are having a little quabble in the car and uh, son's phone ring and it's very 2000. What are we now? 2007, 2008. Flip phone with the photo to, coming up here. With like, Did you used to put photos for people when they call you,
1: Noah? I don't think my phone has enough memory for photos. No. <laughs>
0: I'll be honest, I still put photos on my phone. I like it kind of like when you just, you don't have to read. Like, I can't read. So like if I see a person's face, like, oh, look, it's nowhere. I won't answer it. Um, so, you know, that's kind of how I do it. But, I've uh, never called you. No. <laughs> I love how you're so, like, strictly defending that, right? I've never called you. No, I, <laughs> well, I don't I never want the would. fans thinking that. <laughs> you don't want to think that we've got a, a friendship outside of this show. God, I associate with Ben Waterworth. Yeah. Um, Son's staring down Ben here and basically, yeah, so um, gets a phone call from back home. Mommy, mommy, where are you? It's like, I'm still in Los Angeles. It's like, well, would she really have her phone connected? That's going to cost a lot of money for data roaming. Like, I mean, I guess she's she a millionaire. True, so I guess rich people don't worry about data roaming. Props to being rich. You can travel without worrying about data roaming. That would roaming.
1: have been so expensive in 2007.
0: Yeah, exactly. Gosh. I remember, like, the first time I went overseas, I think we got lost, so I had to turn on my data for, like, five seconds to get a map, and it cost me, like, $40. A good, <laughs> like,
1: good connection, too. Yeah, well, LA
0: and Korea have a connection when it comes to, uh, you know, phone plans. They share services. So, um Sun comes running out with a gun, points it at Ben. So she blames Ben for the death. And there's an interesting, like, continuity or goof on uh, Lost trivia, on uh, Lostpedia, I should say, where they're basically saying, like, why does Sun blame Ben for Jin's death? Um, Because it's like, she had no way of knowing that Ben killed Kimi, causing the destruction of the ship. From what she knows, Charles Whitmore would be much more responsible for Jin's apparent death. But when she met him, she had no problem with him. So I don't know. That's a fair point, I guess, but...
1: Maybe Locke told her. All...
0: Yeah. Lock, lock, spoiler. Lock, spoiler. Bloody lock. Um So she's basically going to kill Ben, and then Ben's like, no, what are you talking about? Uh, Jin's still can alive.
1: I, can I just say, I love Sun with a gun. Sun with a gun.
0: <laughs> that should be a TV show this week on <laughs> Sun with a gun. <laughs> just every episode she points a gun it's at someone. fat
1: just Badass Sun. We're getting quite a lot of this season, and I love it.
0: I love... Ben, like, because that's an awesome name. But like, I just, just the way he plays this, just he's like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, Jin's not dead. Like, your husband's still alive. And there's one scene of Ben in this episode, which I just absolutely love. Like, I think it's the same scene that I love. Yeah. Oh, he's just so good, Michael Emerson. Hashtag again. Now that Manifest is done, there's a free (laughs) slot on TV. I just want the Michael Emerson (laughs) show. Give him something.
1: Just. just, I saw saw an ad the other day on Instagram. I saw an ad and it said like. I think the show was called Evil or something. And I thought, <laughs> oh, Michael Emerson's in a, a new crappy show. And then I I looked and it's season three of Evil. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. He's been pro- doing some crappy show with the same amount of time as Manifest.
0: They promote that very well, don't they?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it looks so bad as well. And Michael Emerson deserves so much better.
0: Oh, geez. By Evil. the time we finish this in like 2027, um. Michael Emerson will hopefully be a thing by then, so you oh, know, God. let's let's just uh, let's make him a thing again. Um, so where is there any scene? Oh, I'm missing a scene in the middle here. Oh, there when they're they're driving and they're in the car. Um, I love this. This is this is the part where oh, because Ben shows the ring to Sun to prove that, uh, which, again, does that prove anything? Because, like, again, we're going to get into the scene in this episode where Jin's just basically like, give this to prove that I'm dead. So Ben's doing the opposite. Like, I mean, if all of a sudden you, you're you like, Ben, he's, you know, your dad's wedding ring, it proves that he's still alive. Like, well, no, it doesn't. Like It's a ring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So son with a gun, but a bit gullible. A bit dumb. Uh, yeah, son with a gun is a bit dumb. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but, um, uh so they're in the, in the car. This is the, this is the scene that you like, where basically Ben's just like, "I've had it up to here with you guys going up. You don't know the shit I've gone through to get you." Like angry dad Ben. I like, love
1: that, telling off the kids.
0: Yeah, pull, I'm going to pull over. Basically, um. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if
1: you two kids don't shut up. Yeah, I I'm love pulling so this car because it, it's, it's obviously he doesn't say anything with son, uh, but then when Jack starts trying to help, he's like, right. <laughs> You Cause
0: bastard. Because it's like Jack basically saying that he wants to kill, like everyone wants to
1: kill Ben, basically. It's just like, and I love I'm also, trying
0: to fucking save you.
1: I love also before that when Ben says, when Sun says, I thought you said it was going to be 20 minutes. I didn't take <laughs> traffic. <in it. laughs> also, Ben's just such mentioned- an arsehole.
0: I, I, oh, there's a line in the next episode, which I just is one of my funniest <laughs> bend lines, but, um, yeah, I should mention that, like, Saeed's there and he just doesn't care. Zombie Saeed's just going back to being a zombie.
1: <laughs> Does Saeed even have any dialogue in the next two episodes?
0: That, that's actually not Saeed, that's Naveen Andrews. Like, I'm done. Like, I just,
1: <laughs> it is. We may as well call him Naveen Andrews for the next two seasons because Saeed is dead. Yeah, and
0: Kate, basically, she's going off and having a tanty as well. So um... (laughs) Where's Aaron? (laughs) You'll never ask me that question again. (laughs) Um, But we go to the church and we meet the woman with chestnuts, um, which uh, we we, we can answer a question. I know that was on our list, basically. Um, We also have Desmond just shows up. There he is. Hello, brother. Um, which I believe this is the first time we ever see Ben and Desmond talk to each other. There's a trivia fact for you. So
1: Desmond looks good in a leather jacket.
0: He does. He pulls it off. You know, <laughs> I'd I'd buy him a drink. Um. <laughs> yep. But um, I do like kind of. Are you looking for Faraday's mother
1: too? Like, have we have we learnt at this point? Oh, we did. We learnt that. Um, we learned it her... in Desmond's, but the, yeah. the rest of them don't know. And none yeah. of them seem to acknowledge that. In this yeah, I know. Or the next it's, episode. <laughs> it's meant to be like this, like you know, plot twist thing. Um, <laughs> no one cares but, about plot twists at this point.
0: But I mean, it's kind of a bit of a plot twist here, where you see this woman. She turns around, and you're
1: like, oh, I recognise
0: her from Lost. Um, she was in the Ewoks movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was in and the Ewoks movies. I not? I do
0: like it how she's like, you know, um, I asked you to bring all of them. It's like this is all I could get in short notice. Um and then I just I love her I just love her sort of like look and just kind of oh, well I guess it will have to do then. <laughs> All right, let's get started. And It's like da, 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 like um it's a great end to the episode. Like uh, that's it. We've done this recap. There's nothing else happened. But um I mean it makes me want to watch next week. Like it's kind of just you know because this is as you were saying kind of like really starting to had the chess pieces go we we want to learn more now like this is really the, i mean i'm sure the people who watch lost for the the mystery elements are just you know they've got some wood right now like this is a big ending
1: yeah well i can't say what i felt when i first saw it because <laughs> didn't see it uh but uh yeah it is a great twist and i remember in the previously on for the next one or i don't even know if there was a previous on. i just remember oh she's here uh And she's a character I never thought we would actually see again. I thought she was just a weird character that was selling chestnuts and (laughs) wouldn't ever come back again. So seeing her back, that is quite exciting. Uh, And I do love her too, how she's just kind of like, well... You didn't do it right, but I'm still gonna show you anyway. But
0: yeah, does that make uh, sense?
1: Like, <laughs> she's just she almost does, she cares, but she almost just doesn't care about anything. And I, she, she does a good job, I think.
0: What's that, F- Fiona? Fiona Flanagan, Fiona. Like, have we ever got this right? Fiona, Fior eyes only, <laughs> Ewok woman, Ewok y- <laughs> Mother Ewok. There she is. Um. <laughs> But, okay, we're on the island now. That That's it. That's the quickest off the island one I think we've ever done. Great. Um, but, of course, the big plot twist last episode was, hello, I'm Daniel Daniel Russo. Um, and Jin basically is all uh, shocked, and we find out that they're in 1988, which I'm seeing here on our Lost PD. is the 15th of November, 1988. So I would have been the grand old age of about, uh, what's that? Uh, I can't do math. 21 months old I was on there. So I was alive. I was crying and shitting myself Do you remember but, it? absolutely i remember watching this happen i was on the island <laughs> um you know i was i was in
1: russo's pocket Can um say, before we get into the nitty-gritty details of the uh i i like i yeah i like hot young russo and i'm glad we saw it uh but i don't like the way that this is how we finally got a russo flashback uh I feel like it's almost a bit of an insult to Mira Furlan, rest in peace, that in her own episode, like they wasted so much filler with the tattoos and whatever that they never gave her an episode. And then finally they give her a flashback episode. And she doesn't even at least make a a five-second cameo appearance (laughs) in her own episode. Uh, I get you had to show her as young for her flashback, but she was on that island for 16 years. They could have shown some other stuff with the person who birthed that character. They've Uh, aged her quite
0: significantly. I just want to say that. Like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Mila Furlan, but, like, it's kind of like it looks like a lot longer than 16 years has passed.
1: To be fair, you see those people after 39 days on Survivor, so 16 years. Uh, It's
0: actually only been 39 days. She was on Survivor.
1: (laughs) I, I always wanted a... A Russo flashback, and I don't hate the stuff that we get here. I just wish Jin wasn't involved. I wish it didn't involve time travel. I wish we could have just got a proper. uh And I always remember this as the Russo episode, but I was shocked at how badly I remembered it. That that her and her team are really not in
0: yeah
1: as much of this episode as I remember. And I feel like they could have just gone all out and done this sort of horror movie sort of like. There's some dramatic stuff with the monster. I wish they'd just done the whole episode as sort of a gin with russo and her team and this sort of horror movie sickness monster sort of real sort of thriller vibe uh and they didn't really quite get there so i i like this stuff uh but i just wanted to say like i've never sat well with me the way that russo finally got her flashback
0: it's yeah it's interesting point you make about she's not really in it that long because she's only what in it really for like the first 10 minutes 15 minutes if that yeah. like um yeah but um jin's basically wanting to try and get back to their camp and the the frenchiest french feet people are wanting a radio <laughs> tower um so that they can find it and i love how jin like knows where it, again his english is doing very well all of a sudden isn't it that um is getting
1: good
0: yeah very good daniel Day kim's learning apparently um <laughs> so they they go hunting for the tower uh, we get a bit of uh, flirtation going on here about the baby name. Um, I I need I, I need to point that out because Lostpedia literally says Danielle stops to rest as they trek into the jungle and flirts with Robert about the gender and name of their baby. It's like oh hello mild Frenchie, French, French. gender flirting. mild gender mild French flirting. Um, <laughs> and they they they're thirsty. They're trying to find Nadine. And poor old Nadine, not Nadine, no, not Nadine, no! She gets ripped a new one by the monster. Uh, And then, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, as you were saying, about kind of, it's almost like a horror movie and, you know, gin monster. And then they run. And then basically, um, one of them gets sucked into this hole. And I do love this bit when he loses his arm. (laughs) Like, it's just. That's awesome, and I love also like the, help, help, I'm only badly hurt, please. You know, it just reminds me of Austin Powers and Will Ferrell. Please, somebody help me. I've got a slightly open wound. It's smelling like almonds.
1: <laughs> we do have so, to point out that the man in black did not waste any time to get this French team compared to. He hates to- the French. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. see, bet, that is Don't me. I told all. you I was on the island. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't we all? But, yeah, I mean, come on, know, but typical French, they're running away, so, you
1: know. The amount <laughs> of people that landed on this island over the years, but the French team arrived and <laughs> it's just ripping shit instantly. The Italians, oh, welcome, welcome.
0: Oh, the, Ge- the Germans are here, the Germans are here. The French are here. Fucking kill them.
1: <laughs> kill Man, those hates the French.
0: He really but does. He really we does. We've really
1: uh, come a long way from that pilot episode where we heard the French woman on the uh. Radio. You never thought when you watched that you'd be seeing those very same French people get ripped shit by some smoke. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, think it's a shame we never got the the scene of her making the message. That could have been a really dramatic, emotional yeah. scene to end the episode. I was episode, thinking that. Think.
0: Yeah, or like, or even kind of have the like. I get the reveal. Like, hello, I'm Daniel, Daniel Russo. Like, oh da, da, da. Like. Have Jin walk into the jungle and see a woman recording it, then, like, because wouldn't that not be more of a like a oh, this is the moment, like you know what I mean, like yeah. Mm. But I guess you need to see the the sickness that we're gonna see basically. But yeah, it's um, still some good stuff. We get the flash here. I, I I kind of like this when Jin basically shows up and this arm is just like rotten oh. on the ground, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> which uh, So this now apparently is taking place uh, in 1989. So I was kind of thinking like. That arm hasn't really rotted that much, but this is literally what, like three months later. Uh so Jin sees some smoke, runs to a beach, he sees a bit of a camp, and then we see a couple of dead bodies. No, oh, more Frenchies are dead. Um <laughs> is Frenchie a politically correct term, Noah? Like is that like calling us an Aussie? Can I can I say Frenchie in 2021? I think you can say it. They probably
1: just won't like.
0: It. Yeah, they'll just run away from it. It's all good. Um and Danielle's about to shoot Robert. Like, no, it's taken over you. This is a
1: great you. sequence. This is so yeah.
0: Funny. Which, because, I mean, what what is this? Do we know what the sickness is? Is it just the black smoke has basically possessed these people? Is this what it's meant to be?
1: Yeah, I think more or less. It's never fully explained, uh, but I think yeah, it's, I guess, the man in black tainting these people and turning them against each other. But, yeah, it's never fully explained. And we also don't really know why it doesn't affect the oceanic people oh mm. uh, it, it's still really kind of creepy though
0: i think the thing i like about it too is that like because remember when we're learning it from Rousseau for the first time we're almost like questioning her sanity mm. um you know like yeah, i had to kill true. them the sickness um and we see it we see because like you basically here, you know she kind of believes robert and then he just basically goes to pull a gun he does pull a gun and <laughs> okay. click click, bang now is that is that meant to imply that the gun jams or that russo's removes the bullets
1: i took it as she's removed the bullets which is such a russo move to do
0: yeah yeah i kind of was thinking that too um although actually okay it says here on lostpedia daniel has already removed the firing pin. so there um, you go the way
1: he looks down is just, yeah this is such a great see- underrated sequence i think
0: yeah, no, I, I'm with you there. I, I like it. I like kind of shooting out, at, shooting at Gin. It's like, you disappeared! It's like bang, bang, <laughs> bang. Um, and another flash happens. I, I read the trivia here. This is the most uh, flashes we get in an episode eight, I believe. Huh. So um, there you go. Uh, we are now in an unknown time period, according to Lossopedia.
1: Oh, I was too then.
0: Yeah, yeah weren't you? <laughs> Were you? That's good. Um and uh, oh, we get the reunion. Here's a lost reunion we've been waiting for. Sawyer and Jin, (laughs) a bit of a hug. I do like it. Uh, I like the. uh, Have we talked much about the bromance between Jin and uh, (laughs) Sawyer? I don't think we have. I like it. Um, and we've we've learnt that Charlotte speaks Korean before. or Is this the first time? Because they're kind of like. Translate, translate. Because I feel yeah, we've learned
1: that I remember it happening in the past. but Sun? then we had the line with Faraday saying you speak Korean. Why why would we need that line? But isn't I, am I making we, something
0: up that when Sun can only speak because she like and then Charlotte understood her? Like does that happen or am I making that up?
1: Yeah, I I think something like that happened. Maybe even Juliet was involved, but maybe we're mixing things up.
0: Because I think Juliet I, was involved because she kept looking at Charlotte and she's like, you understand her. Yeah. I, I don't think we're making this up. We're big Lost fans <laughs> here on the network. Clearly we're the show that should be covering this, but I think that happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I just then thought it was weird that they put the dialogue in of Faraday saying you speak Korean, but maybe that's like the mild flirting kind of. I, I uh, do her like Korean. The, um, is- so
0: bad. Oh, I mean, she's my Cor- bad she can in general, speak
1: more right? Korean than I can speak, but you can just tell her pronunciation is just awful.
0: I do like is he, like basically is is Jin implying that um, Thingo speaks Korean? Like, is that kind of because is he looking at Charlotte or is he looking at him? Because like it's kind of like we get the great line of, oh, um, you know, he's speaking Korean. I'm from Cino, yeah. Well, like...
1: then it must have happened before because Jin uh, says translate right or yeah he does yeah yeah so so he must know that she speaks korean but that line with miles is hilarious
0: yeah i i just i mean miles just like it's just his only line i think in the entire episode too um <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> it's know. so good though outshining yeah. shining
1: soya though.
0: and did we have we talked about like miles heritage like is he i mean is that just again like oh he must automatically he's asian so he must speak korean like i mean i don't think he's actually of korean heritage chinese, is he yeah. Not? chinese yeah okay so i should also probably mention that um Gin is is where sun? Basically asking what, what's happened to Sun because uh, it's very dark. It's nighttime. She's like, where's the sun? Like I yeah, that's a bad joke, Ben. Move on. Um, and they're basically wanting to go. Um the, they they tell him what's happening and that they're, they're trying to find the orchid, ort, orchid station. Or well, I'm saying orchard, I'm gonna say orchard, it's orchid <laughs> Like, you know, here I am talking about translating. I need Noah to translate English for me, apparently. <laughs> um is, is this the part when, like, they get there and basically it flashes really quickly and Juliet's kind of, like, says something? Like, oh, at least it's over. It's like, does it again. It's like, you uh, had to oh say God. something. <laughs> <laughs> but through all of this, uh, blessed little Charlotte's having a few more nosebleeds. <laughs> like, oh, no. so poor
1: random.
0: Can we just skip over her dying? Do we need to go <laughs> over this? Like, I mean, she basically says that she was on the island, she grew up, and that she was told that she's got to come back to die or something rather. Than, I think that was you. And, oh, don't have chocolates before I, like, whatever. Like, she dies, the end. Uh, and they love the sad music. Like, are we meant to care for her death?
1: Like I, I, mean, I took note of the sad music as well. I was like, well, that's a bit, it's a bit, yeah. a bit much using that music. <laughs> I'm literally like, wasted. did Boone
0: get that sad of the music?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just such an afterthought. Uh, like you, every episode where someone dies, you think, oh, that's the episode where that person dies. But you just forget that she even dies, and even a week after you've watched it, and it's just, I just. I don't understand why they even brought the character in if they were going to kill them off so soon. Uh, And the the cringy lines, this could be really creepy. Like the lines that she's saying as her mind's like, it. but I mean, no offense, but the actress just can't pull it off. And the, I'm not supposed to have the chocolate. And this place is death could be a great line, but it turns into a a bond of title line. And like the way this death happens could be really creepy and strange, but it just doesn't end up like that at all. It's yeah. the worst death of a main character in lost history.
0: Is she is she a main character? Is she credited as a main character?
1: I think Cuss she's credited not? as a main. That's bullshit. Come <laughs> on. like I guess while we're here, we should use <laughs> uh
0: She came on the show. She was annoying. She died. The end. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, look, I, I feel like there's shit all over Charlotte. Like I think i said a few times um, that, you know, she's just an annoying, just a point. I don't know. She just gives me the shits, his character. Um, I said that a bit about Naomi as well, but, um, yeah, I mean, Rebecca Matt is not a bad actress. Uh, I've seen her in other things. Like she was in one of the Marvel movies. And I think, uh, I don't know if we talked about this on air or off air, but, uh, a recent episode of white collar, I watched, she was in it with Naomi and they were, they made out. Like like his name is the actress who play, the Naomi character the actress in that show is a is a lesbian and therefore like she's like I don't know she had to pretend to be her girlfriend and there's basically this scene of them like pinned up against the wall making out like well Charlotte and Naomi are getting to know each other pretty well and like I, I don't know if they deliberately sort of did that as like lost fans for the connection or they just it was circumstance but I want to see like you know Matthew Fox come back and hook up with Domin- Dominic Dominic Monaghan or something like this is you know <laughs> come on make it happen Harry O'Quinn. Yeah, Terry O'Quinn and Ian Summerholder, finally. You know, we, we understand why they was why um Locke was so upset over Boone's death. But yeah, I mean, what can we say about her? Like she comes back, doesn't she? I like yeah, sort of one time. of these flash sideways things. But um She dates Sawyer. That's right. I knew there was something to do with Sawyer in there. Um and we see her as a little kid at some point, don't we, on the island. But um yeah. I don't know. Like I'm with you with the lines, like It could have been creepy and maybe it's just a delivery that that Rebecca Matt is doing or it's just, I don't know. Like, I don't really have anything else to add on her. I really don't care about Charlotte.
1: I guess what I would say is that I like the concept of the character. Like, I'm totally on board with this sort of Lara Croft, sort of badass archaeologist sort of character. And I think the plot line of someone who was born on the island who's been searching for the island and coming back is a great character plot line like she could have had a lot of great flashbacks uh so the concept the character is in my mind a good idea to add to the freighter but none of it works and i'm sorry to say i think that it is partly the actress uh partly the scripts and partly the fact it's so rushed that she comes in and she's gone but instead of coming across as badass, she becomes across as annoying. And uh, I I personally feel like the the female characters are quite underrated in this show. Like we're big fans of Sun and you like Kate and I'm coming around on Juliet and we were both big fans of Shannon. Like, so I, I feel like the female characters sometimes get undervalued, but Charlotte, as sort of the badass female character doesn't work at all and I just don't buy it. It's kind of a bit like, I'm sorry to keep bringing up Bond, uh, download Spectre, etc, but What a show. It's a bit and I wonder if you'll agree with me about this, but it's a bit Denise Richards-like
0: I see it yeah, The
1: character is could be fine and could be working with the story but the way it's played off in the script and in the acting, you just don't buy this character at all. It takes you out of the story almost.
0: Yeah, I see it. I, I do see it. And, like, yeah, that's a very good point because it's strange, though, because, like, it's, again, as I just said, I've seen her in other things and she's not a bad actress. I mean, I've seen Denise Richards in other things and she's not a bad <laughs> actress. You know, like, it's, it's kind of you just... It, it, different actors don't suit things like people when ran, random example that i just thought of and i know colin and i've talked a lot about it is you know matt leblanc got a lot of shit for being uh in lost in space Is kind of like this action style hero guy I was about to say lost like <laughs> well he was didn't you see him in there um how you doing um but i personally don't think he's that bad in lost in space he's not brilliant but like it kind of fits the tone of the movie I mean, Matt LeBlanc opposite, acting opposite Gary Oldman in that style of film is going to come across a different way. It's like if I'm acting against Meryl Streep in anything, it's, you know, I'm not going to come across great. But, um, I mean, Meryl Streep as a podcast host is terrible. Like, her on this show, like, I'm the genius, clearly. But M- Meryl yeah, Streep it's... could have made a great Eloise Hawking. Oh, Meryl Streep could have made a great, she would have been a great boon. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I got your pen. Oh, give her an Oscar. There it is. <laughs> what? Fantastic. What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Meryl Streep's dramatic reading of loss. No, we have I to go to back, Kate! <laughs> Kate! We have to go back!
0: I want to see that. I would too. What a woman. Get Meryl Streep in more things. Bring um, back Meryl
1: Streep.
0: Yeah, make Meryl Streep in Manifest. I'd watch that. <laughs> Meryl Streep-a-fest. There you go. Um, but, yeah, no, I think it's a it's a great, comp- yeah, it's a great sort of thing you make there with that point. Yeah. Um, and I feel bad, like I, I do feel bad when it comes to talking about certain characters and shitting all of them except for Claire. But um, also I did I did like in that sort of little um, you know comparisons there of the great female characters. Her name didn't come up. So and actually on a side tangent, <laughs> it's not really a side tangent, but uh, to kind of date when we're recording this episode because this is going to be released a while after this. This interview's already you know long aired on the Oz Network. Download our Jacqueline Rosen interview from Twenty Four. She played Janet York in the first six episodes I of Twenty Four. The- and yeah, it's great. I know it's your favourite interview. She gives the great story, because she kind of leaves a little carrot where she's like, Oh yeah, and I missed out on being on Lost Two. I'm like, Oh, who who did you audition for? She auditioned for the role of Claire. So we we interviewed nearly Claire on this show.
1: Lost <laughs> so, lost out to Claire.
0: I know. So I don't know what that says about Jacqueline Rosen that she lost out to Emily DeRaven. But um but <laughs> You know, uh maybe they wanted a blonde rather than a brunette, but uh anyway. See <laughs> and if you want to hear Neely Claire give the great line of my baby then you can hear it on that interview. So um there you go. But rest in peace, Charlotte. I have nothing else.
1: Yeah, that. um, whatever uh, the most rushed out of nowhere death since uh Daniel Russo, coincidentally.
0: And it's like it's it's a shame like these new characters like the, the sort of the boat ones, like the only ones who are good are the males and I like I, that feels really sexist to say that because I don't like saying that because like true. I mean we love love Faraday love Miles we love Lapidus like it's kind of Naomi sucked and Charlotte sucked um, like and I don't know if that's just a writing thing they just didn't develop these female characters better um but like yeah I'm with you what you're saying about all the different female characters I mean uh, yeah, I'm a massive Kate fan. I've always been a Juliet fan. Like there's, there's not really a female character I've ever gone. Even Claire's just fun to make fun of. Like it's kind of like, <laughs> I don't full on hate Claire, but like it's just kind of, she's Claire. So yeah, it's just, it's a shame it's that you kind of th- drop these ones in.
1: A real shame because like, if you really think about it, Miles is great, but he doesn't serve a lot of purpose. And he's also quite similar to Sawyer. Yeah, uh, like Other than talking to ghosts every now and then. Miles doesn't really serve a purpose. While Charlotte really could have had, she could have added something to the team and really could have benefited the team. Um, I guess we should also point out quickly that the writer's strike in season four affected this a little bit because her she probably would have had her own episode uh, in season four and maybe we would have thought of her differently if we actually got to see a flashback and like that happens with Shannon and other characters Anna Lucia when we get to see their flashbacks we start to think of them differently so maybe if we did actually get to see her full story uh before her death it would have had a bit more of an impact but it's just at this point who who's caring about them
0: yeah and it's kind of interesting like like Anna Lucia in that it's kind of because even their introductions it's like I mean, have we had a good female character? I mean, Juliet, I guess. Um, I like oh. Ada I, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know. Libby.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, Libby, there could have been more with Libby, but you kind of, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, you know, what's a face that we've just been talking about in this episode? Um, Eloise, she's interesting. So, you know. Rose. I Ro- Rose. I love Aww. Rose. Where is Rose? Where is she? <laughs> Where's Bernard? Um, the other island crew. We should mention that. Um, that yeah, jin has been told about this plan that they're gonna. That Locke's leaving the island to go and get Sun and bring them all back. And uh, also, the, the, all the, our crew are getting nosebleeds along the way as well. There's not really a whole lot outside of them. We just, just having say Jin is the, the most
1: logical person of the week when he says, "Well, how do you? Know that's gonna work?" Yeah. When he says, "I have to bring them all back," and Jin basically says, "Well." why it is it is um
0: when you analyze these episodes and you talk about it out loud you kind of are thinking what show am i watching (laughs) it's kind of like so they're stuck in an island but they're gonna go get this and like the opening scene of next week is very much like i think it sums up lost in a nutshell just the reactions of everybody going like oh we're here now (laughs) um i love this show but like it's it's just hilarious when you kind of almost take yourself out of your love of a TV show and realize this is why people sometimes bag this show out. <laughs> um, because it's like, if, like you say, like, gin's a logical one here. Next week, you're going to just have everybody dumbfounded look at Eloise as explaining this thing. And doesn't she even say the line next week of try to keep up? It's a bit confusing. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, it is. Um, but my <laughs> biggest question here, like, so they find the well. And Locke's getting ready to go down. And this is, you know, Jin's like, oh, do not bring her back. Like, no, tell her I'm dead. Here's my ring. Like, okay, cool. But like, I've got to ask the obvious. And I don't know if we've asked this before or we've got it in our questions or it should be in the questions. And maybe I'm I'm forgetting and there's already been an answer to this. But... Why don't they all just go down with Locke? And if Locke can get off the island, why don't they all just go with him and get off the island? Why are they just staying back? Oh, cool. You just go get help. Like, if I'm there, I'm like, no. Why do you get to leave? Like, surely there's a portal that we could all fit into. Like, if one person can leave, can't we? Like, they're just so accepting. like, oh, I love my new island life. Yeah, you go get help and we'll see in a couple of years. Like, why don't they go down with him?
1: That is a good point. But also, I think at this point we've learned not to follow John Locke in anything. Yeah, which, remember when those houses got blown up by a rocket <laughs> <alert>? launcher?
0: Yeah, um, and Boone dying—you know, come on, it's, uh, yeah. that's the one. But so uh, doesn't so he, have a
1: great track record of leading people to safety.
0: Which he also ends up breaking his leg here. Which oh, this scene—oh, like I—I—I'm mm-hmm. I, not grossed out by much. Like it's kind of it's a it's a rare thing. But one thing that I hate, outside of people biting metal and material, um, mm. is I hate when you see exposed bones. Like that's like always like Dante's Peak, one of my favorite movies of all time. The scene when Brosnan gets his arm broken and you see kind of like his uh, his bone sticking out of his arm always gives me a bit of a oh like I've never broken a bone in my body, but if I like had an open fracture, I, I would probably pass out. Like I just I probably couldn't stand seeing my bone sticking out of a limb or something. So that freaks me out when you mm-hmm. see him. And I do like kind of Sawyer here when he's at the ground and he's pulling on the rope and they're like he's gone, he's gone. And according to <laughs> I see P- the
1: flash wear locks like in the middle of the. Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stuck
0: like oh, carbonite or something well, like
1: that.
0: <laughs> But this is apparently uh, 1867 or earlier. So I was, the column was oh, well. alive then. So, um, <laughs> But um, basically lo- locks down the bottom. He sort of sees a, somebody showing up and, oh, my God, it's movies. John Terry. Uh, <laughs> there he is. He's back um christian shepherd and uh he says that he has to um turn a wheel and that he then has to go and find everyone who left the island and take them to eloise hawking um and then locke sort of mentions about like oh i said i have to die and i love christian's lines like well i guess that's why they call it a sacrifice um i love this set you are gonna die Yeah, well, I just, I love this set. Like, it's so cool. Like, the sort of the frozen Mm. rocks and, like, the wheel. Like, I know we've seen it before, but, like, it's just, I just love it. Um, And, like, I I kind of, like, this is the one where I'm kind of like, it probably won't be a top five, but I just really like this. It's kind of iconic. I swear I always see this scene when they show things about Lost. And I just love this moment when kind of, like, the thing, the flash is going, at the music, the dun it dun it, And then I just love Dick Jack Shepard, Christian Shepard. Say hi to my son for me. And lo- I love Locke's response, who's your son? She's <laughs> like, literally, like, that is just what you're like, what the fuck, who's your son? Like, you should be like, say hi to my son, Jack Shepard, for me. What? <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> like, they this can say that to anyone. Say hi to my neighbour for me. Who's your neighbour? <laughs> uh,
1: this scene is great, but this scene also holds up really well because, uh, If we think of this Christian Shepherd as the man in black, this is kind of his big 4D sort of chess thing Mm. of uh, massive spoilers, but he sends Locke off the island. He gets all of them to come back and he makes sure that Locke's dead, the sacrifice, Mm. comes back onto the island, takes Locke's body and starts wiping them all out. So... This is one scene, there's a few scenes where you're like, oh, that's the Man in Black, where it doesn't really hold up. But at this point, I have to think they at least mapped a fair bit of this out, and it holds up quite well. Of We didn't know it right now, but this is complete Man in Black mind games master plan in place right now. And, uh, yeah, lock's not long for, for this world.
0: It's, yeah, it's, it's a great... That's fantastic fantastic point you make, Noah. Um, and absolutely, absolutely, like, it makes <laughs> complete sense the way you kind of put that out. And, again, this is a show that it does benefit from re-watching when you know these things. Like, yeah, it's great watching it live and not knowing what's going on and kind of all that sort of stuff, but, like, I mean, it's, it's it's one of the most rewatchable shows just in the fact that once oh, you know easily. what's going on, you can just easily piece things together. And, again, I, I constantly talk about chronologically lost things like that that kind of added ex- uh, extra element for. So, um, yeah, like, because, again, you're watching this the first time, you're so confused and everything, but knowing that this is The Man in Black you know, it's, it's great. Like, it's kind of like, it's cool. Like, and you realize that as much shit as this show gets for like, Oh, you know, look at all the mysteries that never got solved. It's like, well, like, no, like there's, you've actually, if you've got a fucking brain in your fucking head, (laughs) 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 fucking dumbass lost haters, (laughs) getting angry. (laughs) Just fucking think people like (laughs) he's a smoke monster. In a dead body, who's telling people to go off the Mysterious Island, <laughs> to move it, to go. It's, it's simple logic, people, all right? <laughs> like, wh- why do I need to explain it to you? <laughs> um, but, yeah, again, like, I don't think this scene would make the top five, but, like, I don't know. I just like it. It's it's a, it's an iconic scene. <laughs> we'll keep it in mind. Keep it in mind. Keep it in mind. Um, anything else to add? I'll look through some of the trivia in that, if there's anything I've missed here glaringly at all
1: or... No, I think uh, we're pretty much summed. That, that's the thing about this episode. It's very much a chess piece. There's not actually a lot of plot necessarily. It's more just moving everything in place.
0: Yeah. It's, um, yeah, no, it's, it, that's a, it's a, I agree. I definitely agree. I'm just wondering, to you know, the trivia here. I mentioned first time Ben and Desmond ever speak to each other. Um, <laughs> the first time that Ben and Son have ever spoken with each other. And only what? the second time Locke and Jin have ever spoken to each other. Whoa. They previously only had a small exchange in what Kate did after Locke cut the handcuffs off Jin's wrist. Racist Locke. Um, at the end of the episode, Sawyer, Jin, and Claire are the last remaining members of the original 14 still on the island.
1: And she's not uh. even on the show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have to point that out there. Um, there's discrepancies apparently between the revealed history of the science expedition between Daniel's account and the same told 16 yeah. years later. Uh, likely the result of trauma caused by around the death of a team. Um, camera lingers momentarily on a lamppost outside the church. Uh, the station by the same name hidden beneath the church revealed in the next episode. And as I said, yeah, the most number of shifts, uh, time shifts, eight which is cool. I, I, actually, the one I wanted to point out, there, the little mistake, and I actually went back and looked at it, um, which is actually funny when you know it. So when uh, Robert's drawing the the radio tower, you can actually see, like, a man's legs and shorts behind him, and it's like, well, there's no one else there. Like, they're all behind. So, like, I, clearly I it's a crew know. member or somebody who's, like, accidentally remained in the shot. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of interesting.
1: Um, this is an interesting one. It's the second of only two episodes to not feature any new character. No wonder we never went on the wiki. Uh, I didn't even pick that up. There was no new character.
0: There's no Nathan or anything like that? Uh, But that's
1: also crazy that every other episode, other than The Brick, have all introduced at least one new character. No wonder there's a bloody big encyclopedia for this show.
0: That's very interesting. Yeah. There you go. The things you learn. Thanks, Lostpedia. Um... So, uh, in terms of questions and answers, we can answer the chestnut one, can't we? I know we had that somewhere.
1: What was the question?
0: Um, I think it was like, "Who is the woman with?" The- yeah, season three, episode eight. Who is the mysterious woman who likes chestnuts? So we yeah, can I think that. we can
1: say more or less. We get that's answered, the- and next week too.
0: Yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll we'll cross that one out. Um. Just seeing here, what else we have? What is the deal with Richard not ageing? Um <laughs> No, no. The baby Kate crying sound is coming to Aaron. <laughs> Why is it Nathan Fillion in movies? Can us point out, Nathan Fillion, is it the rookie, still going strong? Good on you, Nathan.
1: No, no movies.
0: No. Yeah, well, <laughs> he was in. What did I watch recently he's in? I always forget he's in. Blast from the past. Nathan Fillion's in that. So um, there you go. Um, Okay, is there any questions that we should be talking about here?
1: Uh, Not really. We see everything with the French team, and then we're just moving things in place for the off-island people. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Sorry, I'm seeing from Season 5, Episode 2, why won't my parakeet eat my diarrhoea? (laughs) Yeah. When we, I mean, we can remember this for next week because uh, we get an answer for this one. I'm saying here, what is the pendulum? So we will mm. find that out. Um, yeah, no, I can't think of any. Um, some with a gun, will it return for season two? Um, <laughs> what happened to Manifest? Um, <laughs> well, yeah. um, what are we doing with this one? No, I'm gonna jump, I'm gonna say I'm gonna buy it. This is my first one since the the premiere that I'm gonna buy. I just, I just think it's like it's it's entertaining. It's, I like the mystery. I like the intrigue. It's an episode that makes me want to tune in next week. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. And like, yeah, I get you what you're saying about the Russo stuff. Charlotte dies. So cool. That's a happy ending for me. Um, But yeah, Ben like just has some great little moments in it too. So um, yeah, I, I can't not buy this episode. I think it's a solid enough episode for me that I'm going to buy it. Yeah,
1: it's, really not a bad episode at all Uh, there's a lot of good stuff in it but yeah I think on if you got me on a good day I might buy it uh but you got me on a bad day so I'll I'll rent it uh it's it is all fine stuff other than the Charlotte stuff uh but it almost doesn't feel like an episode to me there's not a lot of it just feels like we're almost watching the middle of an episode. Um, it just doesn't really come together enough. It just feels like 40 minutes rather than an episode of Lost. Uh, and maybe there's a bit of, I don't hold this in high regard because it is that one that I missed, uh, so I don't have that connection to it like I have all the others, maybe. Uh, but, yeah, I think in some ways, if you got me on a different day, maybe I would buy it, but I think it's more of a high rent. It's, it's not a classic. And if I put this on, on random, I would enjoy it, but I don't think I would love it. Uh, and yeah, it still doesn't sit fully right for me that we finally got the Danielle episode. And this is what we got. Even if the stuff is good, uh, rest in peace, mirror film.
0: Yeah, that's, that's I keep forgetting she died. We didn't kill her though. So that's a positive. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that this might sort of make the chronologically... That doesn't make sense. The chronological nature of this show, how we record this out of order, uh, a bit weird because uh, I just talked about this with Nook Chista on one of our Breaking Bad episodes, Download Now, that we were sitting at 999 buys. Uh, overall for our movies and TV shows I've just officially made it 1000 <laughs> buys on the Oz network if this Yay. place is
1: down
0: <laughs> groundbreaking groundbreaking <laughs> moment um I'm going to That's making rate the top
1: five.
0: I'm going to rate this uh at 47th uh mm-hmm. so it's my third lowest buy I've put this ahead of the only other buy of this season because you left um, but I've put it below, and get ready for the laugh track, I've put it below Hearts and Minds. Oh,
1: my God. London <laughs> <laughs> June should never be below Hearts and Minds. <laughs> Shut up. You leave Hearts and Minds alone. I'll defend that until <laughs> I'm
0: old and boonish. Um, <laughs> old and boonish. Next week, it's Austin 316. We're watching wrestling, apparently. Um, 316. Uh, I I like next week as well. We get, uh, I mean, you talk about the chess pieces. There's some mystery going on next week. And ultimately we get a Mm -hmm. lot of, uh, I think we get a lot of answers next week, but Lapitas is back. It's always (laughs) good. Jack and Kate have sex. um, And Kate just basically implies that she's like murdered Aaron or something. I don't know. Like never ask me that question again. (laughs) <laughs> Blood on her hands. We'll get to that. Um, but yeah, I like next week. I like it. It's a good episode. And we meet Jack's granddad.
1: Cool. Yeah, that's cute. Uh, yeah, I remember this fondly, and maybe because it's the one I picked up after I missed site so to pay a lot of attention. Uh, but it's a very unique episode for Lost. Um, and this is kind of the first episode of a trilogy of episodes that are kind of the middle episodes of the season and these three episodes could almost be played in any order which i kind of like and we can maybe track and see if we would change the order or not but they the next three episodes kind of work all together as sort of a trilogy um i like it uh very heavy on the plot and it's setting us up for the second half of the season uh i will say i think this is an episode that ages a little poorly i think it works better when you're watching it for the first time when you're re-watching this episode it's still good but it doesn't work as much but, but we'll get into it next week but very unique episode and an important one for for jack's character arc so uh yeah it's gonna, gonna be an interesting one to recap 316
0: The peters that's all i'm gonna say just look he's back There he is. Without facial hair, too. And I don't know how I feel about that. Um, You'll hear all the the fun stuff of how you can subscribe and everything to this show if you haven't already. Patreon, all that kind of fun stuff. And as I mentioned before, Breaking Bad, of course, we're uh, deep into that. 24 as well. Listen to those. uh, Great recap series. And I just love the fact that it's taken us this bloody long to get through Lost, that we got through all (laughs) of Third Watch and Nip Tark and basically had a year or so off and started two other shows and are getting deep into them. And here we are still in the fifth fucking season of Lost. So... Um, we're getting there, people. Don't worry. we'll we'll all get time flash. We'll get to the end eventually. This is all deliberately do it, done this way. It's just we want to make it as realistic as possible with time <laughs> flash forwards and everything along those lines. So um, that's what we're going to do. Uh, until next week, my name is Ben,
1: and why can't Daddy come with us? <laughs> uh, uh, my name is Noah, and he can't come with us because... He hates you, Charlotte.
0: Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening and we'll speak to you next time.